Welcome to the Happy With Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Becky Smith. Many of us have good lives, the lives we've always wanted, but we still feel frustrated and unhappy with ourselves. You deserve to value, appreciate, and accept you right now, exactly as you are. Whether it's life coaching tools, learning from others, or sharing my experiences, I'm here to help you be happy with yourself. Hey there. Hello and welcome to the podcast. It has been a little while. I have been taking some of my own advice, things I have learned about growth mindset, and I've learned to just take a break when I need it. Instead of quitting, I just took a break and rested. I listened to myself. I took a break and now I am ready to come back. So this episode will be a little different in that it is directed at one person, but that doesn't mean that this information isn't valuable for you or that it won't help you in your life. In fact, I believe it's very valuable and that everyone can apply this information in their life because we're all human and circumstances may vary, but we all tend to come across the same emotions and the same negative parts of life. So today, I'd like to direct this podcast or dedicate it to Brittany Del Toro. Now, Brittany, if you're listening, I wanted you to know how much you have been in our family's thoughts and prayers and how much our hearts ache for you during this time. Now, those of my listeners that may not know, Brittany recently suffered a loss of an infant. Her son, Zeppelin, was only two and a half months old when he was found in his crib not breathing. They rushed him to the hospital, and he was kept alive on machines for not exactly sure the timeline, but I know it was at least a day or two in the hospital. And then he did not have brain activity, and they decided to let him go. Now, as I said, you've been in my heart and on my mind, and I am a person who is acquainted with grief. My first real experience with it is when I was 10 years old and my three and a half year old brother died from cancer. Now, we knew of his illness. It was a little different that it wasn't a shock or a surprise, but nevertheless, it was grief and it was loss. A little later, maybe two years later, I had a brother who was in an accident where he was suffocated. He probably had the consciousness of a six-month-old baby, 
And he ended up living for about four more years after that accident. And then he passed away suddenly. So those are just a few of the experiences that I've had with grief. Also, my mother passed away a couple of years ago, and which was sudden. And I bring that up not to say that I know how you feel because I do not know how you feel. And no one can really know how you feel, you feel unless they are in your exact shoes. But I do bring that up because there are some things that I have learned over time about grief from experiencing it, from seeing other people experience it, and also from my study and my curiosity about it and trying to understand it better. I found a book called Option B by Sheryl Sandberg. Now, I don't know if you are a reader. Maybe you could listen if you're not a reader. I listen to a lot of books, but it is definitely worth the read. She wrote this book when her husband passed away suddenly. They were on a vacation in Mexico. He went to the gym and he never came back. He had a heart attack and ended up passing away. And so she wrote a whole book about her journey with grief. And in that book, she talks about something called the three P's of emotional resilience. Now, I had never heard of this principle or this framework. And when she explained it, just light bulbs went off in my head. And I thought that it would be something that could really help you. Now, you are a influencer on social media and I follow your accounts. I have noticed some of the things that you have written about your grief and some of your thoughts. And I think that is so good to do that, to get it out and to grieve in the way that you need to grieve. And one of your posts reminded me of this principle of the three P's of emotional resilience. Now, the first P is called personalization. Now, that is when we are in our grief and our loss. And I do want to say to those of you listening that this goes for any loss. We have so many losses in our life. It's not just when a loved one dies, but it could be losing a job. It could be moving is a loss in a lot of ways. It could be um, just something you thought was going to happen and then it didn't happen. That is a loss also. So back to the three Ps. Now, the three Ps are things that can hold us back in our transition, in our grief. They can hold us back from just moving forward. So the first one is called personalization. And that is when we see the events that happen and we somehow think that they are our fault. Now, I'm not talking about responsibility. Like personal responsibility is great. We should take personal responsibility. But there's a difference between personal responsibility and thinking that everything is our fault, that we somehow caused it. I know this can be 
very real when it comes to trauma and even childhood trauma. It's something that I went to counseling for, which was thinking that what happened to me was somehow my fault. So watch out for that in your thoughts. When you start to think that if you did something different or if you had just said something or done something that things would be different. Now, Cheryl in her book said that she, her mind just poured over this for months and months. Like she even got all of the medical records of her husband and looked over if there was anything she could have done and come to find out that he died within seconds and there was nothing that anyone could have done, even if she had been right there. And knowing that gave her a sense of peace. But if you can, if that's what it takes to get to that, then by all means do that. But if you can just give yourself the grace to know that it's not your fault and that sometimes these things just happen. Number two is pervasiveness. This is when the feeling of despair seeps into everything in your life. That everything just becomes discolored. Everything becomes hopeless. And you just feel swallowed up in it. Number three, permanence. Permanence is the thinking that this will last forever. We tend to project our current feelings onto the future. I remember feeling like this when I had morning sickness. My morning sickness lasted about six months and it wasn't just in the morning. (laughs) I felt like I was going to feel like that forever And my mind intellectually knew that pregnancies have to end and they can't go on forever. I just felt like it was going to go on forever. And I felt like that song, you know, everything is awesome. I felt like the flip side of that, like everything is awful. It felt permanent. It felt like it was going to last forever. Now, some words that can give you a red flag to understand if you are following into the trap of permanence is if you use the words like never. I will never be happy again. I will always be sad. Watch out for the words you use because they affect the way you think, which affects the way you feel, which affects your action, which affects the result that you get. So maybe instead of never and always, maybe try on, I will sometimes feel this awful. And see how that feels to you. Now I know sometimes when we go to a funeral, And we're trying to console the person there. We might say things like, this too shall pass, or some other 
nice sentiments and nice words. And those are, are there for a reason. People are offering you thoughts, hoping that it will help you to feel better. Now, you need to try that on and see if that does. But the reason that that might feel better to you is because it's addressing that permanence. It's addressing the fact that this is temporary and that it won't last forever. Now, I'm not saying that your grief and your sadness and your pain are going to completely go away. I don't believe that. I feel like it changes you as a person and it will always be with you, but I do believe that it will be less acute over time. So the pain will not be as sharp as it is right now. Hanging on to that and believing that can help lessen the pain. Remember that humans are hardwired for both connection and grief. We naturally have the tools to recover from loss and trauma. You have it within you. Your body knows how to handle this and there is an end in sight. Another thing to caution you is to not layer the suffering. And what I mean by that is to not feel bad about feeling bad because then we layer negative emotion on top of negative emotion. So allow yourself to feel whatever you are feeling whenever you are feeling it. Now, in the funeral for baby Zeppelin, you had a speaker who talked about when she had lost her three-week-old daughter. And she talked about how she cried every day for a year. And I thought that that was just beautiful, that she allowed herself to do that and she gave herself permission to feel what she was feeling and honor honor that. Remember to respect your feelings. Whatever you are feeling, respect it and allow it. In her book, Sheryl Sandberg says she calls this leaning into the suck, that sometimes life sucks and you just lean into it. And as you do, it will shorten the time. So Brittany, I hope that sometime when you are in a state of mind that you can listen to this and that you can understand some of the things that I was trying to say to you that you will be able to apply this to your situation, that it will lessen some of your suffering. That is my intention for the podcast. And all of those of you who are listening I say the same thing to you. Remember, it's not just about losing a loved one, but it's any kind of loss. And over the past year or more with COVID, we've all gone through a lot of change and a lot of loss. So look for those three Ps, personalization, pervasiveness, and permanence. And these are all thoughts, right? These are how you're 
thinking is going. So look at those in your thinking and notice them. Remember, that's always the first step. Notice them and then question them and see if there is another thought that might help you to feel better and help you ultimately to move forward. So my friends, thank you so much for listening. Brittany, if you're listening to this, I'm thinking about you, we're praying for you, and I wish you the best. Thank you so much for listening, and bye for now. If you are dealing with any kind of loss and you want to work on emotional resiliency, I can help you. Just click the link in the show notes and sign up for a free session, and let's get started today. Everyone deserves to be happy with themselves. Share this episode with a friend. Leave a review so others can find the podcast. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button.